old stuff. And I realized, like, yeah, you gotta stay original. If you don't stay original, you ain't got no papers left. Like, like, like nowadays, the kids, they, they're, they're looking at pictures and they're painting the pictures. Instead of, like, creating something out of their mind. <laughs> Heaven sent from up above Let me explain a thing or two about this culture I love I could express this Till I run out of breath Nevertheless, you help me escape from everyday stress The best of my closest friends I met them all through you I even have a few that risk their freedoms and lives for you Rocking back to heaven, some would even die for you Now mothers cry because of you and the situation you give them Now you're giving me that Welcome back to The Drive I have another guest in the building An old friend of mine and he is a graph writer, MC slash producer, Cabs. Welcome to the show. What's up, boy? Nothing much, man. So first, we want to get into how did you uh how did you get inspired to get into graph? Uh, back in the day, we used to all be skaters. Like back in the early eighties, mm -hmm. early nineties, I grew up skateboarding, like out in Cali. Okay. And then I used to get into so much shit, like skating at all hours of the night, being like eight, nine years old, skating mm -hmm. with high school kids and stuff. And like, I used to see the, the graphics on the skateboards. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the city that I lived in was Santa Barbara in California. So like, the, the, the artist in that city was... Uh, he was always doing the graphics for Paul Perota and stuff, and he had like a little bit of a graffiti flavor to it. Mm -hmm. So when I, I saw that, that caught my eye. And then like, he used to always skate all the time after hours, I'd get in trouble. So my mom would get, you know, they'd bring me home, the cops. Hey, this kid's underage, what is he doing? So instead of having me taken away from my mom, my mom sent me to live with my dad. And my dad was from San Antonio. Oh, so you you raised me from Cali then? Yeah. Oh. So then, when when he retired from the military, she sent me away to Japan, and I moved out there, and I skated with all kinds of people out there. Mm -hmm. And then when my dad retired, he moved back home here to San Antonio. So mm -hmm. I came back with him, you know. So I, I went to middle school here, and uh, I started skating with you know whoever was around. Mm -hmm. I was skating with, with my boy Rick, Rick mm -hmm. Moreno, and then I started, like, he was skating with the Dirty Boys, and oh, then we yeah. started, like, yeah, with the Dirty Boys, and then we started skating with uh, Team Next, you know, from Jeff, so, like, we'd meet all these different skaters from all around town, and all these skaters would always be tagging up stuff, you know, so, like, and then back in the days, we used to watch, like, the Plan B video, and we'd see, like, Sean Sheffy, and he was always doing graffiti up in San Francisco, and, you know, that was always, like, an influence we always saw, you know, so. Yeah, so that, that was the mid-90s? Yeah, that was, like, early 90s. Early 90s, like, damn. Early 90s, yeah, like, real early 90s. Then I started skating with, uh, with Rick. Mm -hmm. And then he lived down the street from me right there in the west side. West side, then, okay. Yeah, and then a couple streets down was True One. Mm -hmm. Do you remember True One? True One, yeah, nah, man. Yeah, he, 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 he was the one that really got us into graffiti. 
here in town. He, he used to bounce back and forth. His mom lived next to me, and his dad lived over in the Edison area. Mm-hmm. So, like, in high school, when we got to high school, our freshman year, that's when I met Koss, and I met Koss's brother, and we all skated together all the time. But Sam would bounce back and forth between his, uh, Sam is true. He would bounce back and forth between the West Side mm-hmm. and Edison High School area. And when he was in the Edison area, he was, he was, uh, he was always around the UTM. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, UTM, BAL, say, like he, he was around all that. Oh my God. <laughs> I yeah. haven't heard that in a while. Yeah. Yeah, a, lo- a long time ago, but Graf was heavy though. Like, those guys were bombing, like, go up and down uh, Blanco, mm-hmm. and stuff was wrecked. Like, you couldn't even put your name on the wall. But we would, we would go with these guys and go bombing, like, bombing missions, you know? Like, we went out a couple Sniper, yeah, 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 I remember. Yeah, really, yeah, man, he was wrecking it, like, early 90s, mid-90s, uh, he was, that was different back then, it was, it was more real, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but we, we would do that. Top but, to bottom, so you would do pieces top to bottom? Yeah, we would do EDEs all the time, like, we would go, like, like, back in the day, uh, I don't know. I have so many stories about stuff that we used to do, but like, I had one of the the first graffiti shops here in San Antonio when yeah, I was yeah. like 19, 18, 19. It's called Area Two Ten, mm-hmm. and it started it started on the on the west side of General McMullen, and I teamed up with uh, Evoke. Uh-huh. Evoke was doing that. He had some uh, shop that was called Too Hard, Too Hard to Swallow, THTS. Mm-hmm. He used to sell tips, magazines, and stuff. And wow. I, I teamed up with him, and we opened up another shop downtown off of Congress Street. Uh-huh. And, uh, that was Area 210, and that's where we met Suffer at. You know, yeah, Suffer talked about like, previous episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was that was our shop there. How did was, you? It was like, how did you like get like all the material? Because you know. How, like to do bombs and stuff like I was talking to stuff for previous like, you need like different tips did you like see a different magazine and and then like well first you know of course you really knew how to bomb but I mean I to- think it started like 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 evil he ended up contacting con art and the magazine and mm-hmm. he would like you know get in touch with those guys and he started buying stuff wholesale and he needed like an investor so I, I kind of started investing in on it when we started up area two ten, you know. Oh so, wow, that, that's history right yeah, there, man. Yeah, yeah. We used to have this spot like it was just like completely gutted out, and we could never get a CFO for it, like to actually legit, legitly open this thing because it was like so, like rugged. You know, it was just like a hole in the wall, <laughs> all gutted, just concrete wall. And it had like the stage way up high. And we used to have this dude, uh, DJ Strange. Mm-hmm. And he used to get up there and he had his turntables and he would cut it. Like he would cut it and he'd just be painting inside this place. Like, holy bomb. Like, that ass dude, man. Like, yeah. that was bad, dude. That was fun. Like, we used to carry like tribal gear, pimp gear, um, kits, magazines. 
all kinds of stuff. I still have gear from that. Really? You um, still have the, yeah. you still have tribal gear? Yeah, I still have like uh, <laughs> the tribal gear jumpsuits. Like they had the like the windbreakers. Uh huh. I, I have that. I have that still. Old school, man. Damn. Will you sell it on yeah. eBay or something? Will you ever get rid of it or? Not, not even, man. That's, that's history right there. Yeah. Okay. That's so real, you do that. Um, and then that's and that's when you met Suffer, like in between those days. Yeah, yeah. Suffer so, was like, he was a youngster back then, man. And he was just like amazing. Some of the stuff we're doing, you know, and he would ask questions all the time. And, uh, it just so happened that he lived right next to the layups that we would always bomb right in our next neighborhood, you know. Mm-hmm. So we would, we would be in there all the time. So I kind of like showed him like what we're doing mm-hmm. and that, that that we pretty much learned how to paint trains in the dark you know and that's how we did it you know it's just it's fun so how do you yeah, do it in the dark so do you take a flashlight or how does that work yeah we used to have these little flashlights man and we'd hold them in our with our mouth while we're painting <laughs> and then when we'd hear we'd hear noise and we'd cut them off you know we cut them off oh shit <laughs> or we chuck a rock at each other like yo what was that you know so like we always keep the gear out for all that stuff you know man yeah. that's serious stuff there y'all taking yeah, that, that taking it serious yeah we used to go in there and wreck shit man like and the eggs we've done GDBs we've done all kinds of stuff man and then once that that spot kind of got it got kind of hot cause one time evil people used to have this white mint like cargo van it looked like a like a kidnapper car uh, van you know like <laughs> no windows <laughs> no windows just straight up white just blank white and we used to load up in that thing and they were just like roll up to it and we'd jump out run into the yard and just bomb all night like paint we just wreck it all night and then just this was before like cell phones and pages and stuff. Yeah. So his chick, his chick would like camp out, you know, like make it look like she was parked at the at the warehouse or something, you know, like a work truck. Oh, I see. And, I see. And one time, one time she parked on the train tracks mm. and caught the attention of some cops and the train police, you know, so they rolled up on her. And they had her there, we're over there hiding, like, oh, shoot, the light's flashing. We're like, damn, man, what do we do? You know, so we would take off running the other way, come back around, wait till they let her go. It was, it was crazy, man. We could do all <laughs> kinds of stuff, man. We were bombing missions. Damn. Yeah. So how, how did you, so you do music, too. How'd you get into music? Was that this, about the same time, or was it? Yeah, this was about the same time, like, in high school. Mm-hmm. When we kicked it with Cross, Cross was one of our good, good homies, like True. Mm-hmm. True was, he, he was an MC, and uh, you remember Just This? Mm-hmm. You know, Just? Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he was like, he was in the grass. Like, back in the days, we, uh, I don't know, we had we had that, when, when we were skaters, we had a little skate team called THC, Team THC. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it evolved into uh, WSA for Westside Artifacts. Okay. And then from Ar- Westside Artifacts, it became uh, Cops. 
something like that along those lines. And that was the way Cross, Cross's crew, you know, his little graffiti crew. And, I didn't you know. know. I didn't know Cross had a crew. Shit, okay. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, back in the day, we used to all kick it together. And then uh, at that time, we started, like, you know, we'd be riding the bus going downtown. And then we started meet linking up and seeing other riders picking up stuff, you know. And uh-huh. uh, we you know, next thing you know, you bump into something. I said, oh, you're so up Oh, yeah, you know, like, oh, let's kick it. And we would have house parties and stuff. And uh, at that time, like, in the west side, it was us. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up getting down with YouTube. We devoted to vandalism. Yeah, I and remember that. Sam, mm-hmm. Yeah, Sam, too, ended up getting down with UTM. And then from UTM, he went into BAO. And it kind of merged everything. And then running into Paige. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. and then that, and then at that time, like, we were kind of, I don't know, we were bombing and doing our thing. Yeah. And then we run into Slam. Slam from MSE, Mad Steel Empire. Mm-hmm. And then where Slam came, just. And then we started kicking it with Just, and he, he became one of my best friends, man. Like, he was real close in the hood and dude, go meet with them and we go party with all these other crews all the time and it became like a a, a big old barbecue cipher and mm-hmm. everybody would put rhymes you know just the past time and we would be hiking like we didn't have cars back then so we would just hike you know from the west side all the way downtown just tagging shit up and on the walk on the walk uh, Paige would be spitting rhymes, Cross would be spitting rhymes, so everybody around me was always spitting rhymes, you know? Oh, okay, so then you stepped yeah. into the cypher and started throwing your rhymes. Yeah, I just get all, you know, we'd get all mad drunk and start spitting clothes, you know? So it kind of just, I just fell into it. But when I was in high school, I was always playing the drums and playing music. Uh-huh. So, like, that's how I got into the whole producing stuff, you know? Oh, so... And when did you start producing? Was that like after you you because you had a crew with it was you uh, Cross and Dagger, right? Yeah, we had constant output. Mm-hmm. That, that was like a, many years. We were doing really? shows with the, the primates, and yeah, it was fun. Well, it lasted. Like I was going to, to school at the time, and I get out of school, I rush over to Dad's house, and we'd be making music, you know making beats and sometimes I bring the beats sometimes he makes beats it just depends you know like on what was going on but yeah that's kind of how we got into the music cause like we go to these cyphers and that dude just he was he was spitting flows freestyling his ass off man at these at these cyphers he's like and I remember like them always battling everybody and Cross would be battling people he would be battling people with freestyles all day and yeah. I kind of just fell into it, you know. I kind of fell into it, but I was more like, I liked the music because my mind wasn't that fast to keep up with the freestyle, but I could freestyle, you know, I could do it. Yeah. Uh, with it. But it wasn't something that I was like, oh, I want to be an MC, I want to put out an album, I want to do this, that, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I just do it for the love of it. But, like, gra- graffiti was my love. I was good at that, you know. That's, that's your first up. love. And it's, you yeah, know, it's hip-hop, it's all hip-hop, and you got the elements all in it, so you have two of the elements, the graffiti and the rap, well, you know, and also producing, you know, so. Yeah, 
Yeah, man. And um, what equipment were you using back then? Um, I was using was the, the MPC 2000 uh-huh. and the AS, uh, ASR 10. Okay. I was using that. When I first started, I had like a little Casio drum machine. I don't know. And then like, I don't know, I, I started learning about it. Dax taught me a lot on, on producing. You know? So we picked up, once we met him, he kind of schooled us on all that stuff, and then we all ended up buying our own equipment, and everybody's making their own beats and doing their own solo project. Yeah, because Cross was, was, he was, had a 2000. Yeah, I think he had a 2000 also. Yeah. yeah. Wow, man. So, um, the ASR, you said ASR 10? Yeah. Okay, that's the rack mount. Yeah, that's yeah. what Kanye West used. He used that machine. Yeah, it's, it's, So, when Suffer talked about you taking the trip to L.A., man, so what what happened? Cause you, <laughs> <laughs> it was you, it was you, it was you Suffer, and Error, right, that went to L.A.? Yeah, I think so, man, and it, it was for the B-Boy Summit, and it wasn't the first B-Boy Summit, because Paige and all those guys, they went the year before, mm-hmm. and they came back all hyped up, and they had these black books full of all kinds of dope-ass people, man, and the next year, we're like, you know, let's go. So when we heard the B-Boy Summit was going down, we are like, oh, let's take a trip out there. So we went out there. My, my family's out there, too. So mm-hmm. we went out there. I visited my family. We went to the B-Boy Summit. And we didn't actually get to go into the B-Boy Summit because it was going to be held right there at, at Venice Beach. Mm-hmm. At the, at the, they had that pavilion where they would do the graffiti. Now it's like a skate park now. Mm-hmm. But... There was so many people that showed up there. The riot squad came out and they shut the whole shit down. And everybody was like, the people running it were like, no, sit down, sit down. We're, we're not here to cause problems. You know, we're not here to, you know, we're not doing nothing wrong. We're allowed to be here. So there was just so many people there. The riot squad came out and it turned into a big, gigantic riot. What? And I remember people, yeah. <laughs> A big old riot, and there's all like like a thousand graffiti heads just running around, tagging, and they had the news vans out there, and they were shaking the news vans and bombing them. Oh, I want to say a couple of these guys were hitting them up, man. Like it was crazy. It was badass. We had a good time. Do you, Do you think that it was some people that weren't invited that did that shit, like some gangsters? Nah, man. It was just so many people there. That, wow, that, that, well, LA, the police, LA the police, is like yeah. 10 million people, you know, you got 10 million people in there, yeah, like 20, whatever. The riot, the riot squad is what caused the riot, you know, like they caused it, <laughs> you know, they're marching, boom, 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 just marching up in lines and shit, and we'd be like, looking down this this alleyway, and here comes another shit, like, all arms length and shit, trying to push everybody out, we had a helicopter, all kinds of shit going on, man, and it was crazy, because like, 
throughout the whole city, like they were having different shows, hip hop shows, and all kinds of stuff, man. And like at that time, that's when like dilated people would first come out. Yeah. With Baboo. Mm-hmm. Cause we were all into the whole DJ scene, you know, like we, we liked all that kind of stuff. And, mm-hmm. You know, we heard all oh, Baboo's playing. And this is before we really knew who dilated people were. But we went to this underground show. We went, I don't know where we went. We went to a record store. I don't know if it was Amoeba Records or somewhere, but we were checking out all the flyers and we we're like, yo, there's this show in Long Beach. We should go check it out. Uh-huh. So we go there and it's like DJ Baboo. Evidence, Rocker, like uh, the Arsonist, like all kinds of dope ass shows. Man. They were, like, and they were there, all of them, the Evidence and them? Yeah, they were all there, dude, and they wrecked it. Like, wrecked, wrecked the whole show. The show was so dope. It was probably one of the dopest shows that we've ever seen. And we were, we were like so inspired by that, you know? Damn. And we, we went to another show mm-hmm. where it was inside of like an old hotel. And you looked up at the ceiling and it looked all like, I don't know, it, it looked all like pristine, but old, rugged, and run down. And uh, the arsonists were there. We saw, um, uh, who else did we see there at that day? What about Freestyle free um, Fellowship? Were they there? No, you know who was there? It was, uh, uh J-Ru the Damager. Oh, J-Ru was there. Okay, Gangsta. Yeah, okay. he was there. They were there, dang it. It was another dope show, like, all underground, like, what? This is crazy, like, left and right, just dope shows. Yeah. And how dope much, shows. how much you have to pay to get in? I don't remember, man. That was a long time ago. What year? Was that, O two O one? Dude, I don't know, man. <laughs> it had to be, it had to be, like, 98. Oh, 99. 98. Oh, wow. Yeah. 98, 99, somewhere around there, man. I don't think the Spurs won the championship yet. Oh, know? so then it, there had to be 98, yeah. 97 then, probably. Yeah, man. it had to be 97, 98. Yeah, somewhere around there. Oh, that, man. That's when we really, that was the kickstart that really got us into hip-hop and underground, like the whole underground scene. And then after that, we started, we started going to, like, all the graffiti shows, like, we went up to uh, St. Louis for the first St. Louis. Uh-huh. And uh, I went up there with Orr and uh-huh. Evoke. Uh-huh. And I had a car at that time, so I was like, all right, let's roll, you know? So we rolled up there. Evoke was like, yeah, man, I got I got my homie Casper. Casper's going to let us stay at his, his apartment with him, you know, while, while we go to the, the St. Louis show. And then after the St. Louis show, there's the uh, Scribble Jam. So we'll go to Scribble Jam. So we're like, yeah, go for it. Let's do this. So we went up to St. Louis, stayed out there for like two, I'd say two weeks straight. Two weeks? And we were, yeah, two weeks straight. We were just there, like, camping at uh, Casper's house. And we're, the uh, Giant was there. Uh, giant, graffiti artist, right? Uh, yeah, the graffiti artist. Yeah. Giant was there. Uh, Sever from AM7, mm. Abused. Like, a whole bunch, like, Orr could tell you about that story, man. We we met all kinds of people that were, like, super famous at the time. I had a, a black book that was just, like, nonstop full of all these fast writers, man, from around the world that we met there. We met uh, Buku, the, the manager for Hieroglyphics. Mm-hmm. He was there living with us for two weeks. Like, what? It was crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, we were all just there chilling with a bunch of dope-ass people, man. Like, 
So John is the guy that does obey, right? He does. Giant, no, that's that's Schubert. That's another guy. No, Giant does Rebel 8. Rebel, okay, Rebel 8, yeah, 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 yeah. I got this confused. He does Rebel 8 now, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. So then, when you went to the Scribble Jam, was was that Eminem there, or you didn't, that wasn't that? Oh, yeah, 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 we saw Eminem before he was even, like, oh my people, God. it was just rumors, it was just rumors that, you know, oh, Eminem, this dude signed with Jay-Z, and he's Before uh, GPS and all that shit. <laughs> yeah. Before cell phones, we'd have to stop at a payphone, call somebody. You know, it was crazy. But we, we met everybody there. We had a good time. It turned out to be a good thing. After that, like, our trust for evil kind of, like, fell off. Like, dude, fuck this dude. You know, he didn't give a fuck about us. <laughs> about himself, huh? <laughs> yeah, it was all about us. So we got his ass over there and he dropped his way through that shit, man. Like, like damn it. Damn. But we ended up, yeah, we ended up painting that spot. And they were doing graffiti videos, you know, they were filming the Scribble Stamp video. I ended up getting the very last piece in the video. Who else was there? Like, I, while I was painting on the other side of the wall, they were having their seat back. Okay. And that was when that was when Eminem was battling Juice, and it, it was getting serious, dude. It was dope. It was real dope. You hear hear the crowd screaming like, "Ah!" It was, it was, it was real tight, man. We had a good time. So that's like hip hop hey. history right there. I mean, dude, you just happened to be there at the right time, at the right place that put you in. The Scribble Jam, where Eminem is battling Juice. Yeah. Damn. We were there. We were there at that time. Like, we were literally there. And I made the video with you know, with him the same time he blew, like, before he blew up. Before he blew so, up, yeah. Yeah, before he blew up. And then we get back home two weeks later. Hi, my name is, hi, my name is Slim Shady. Like, what the fuck does he do? The stories were true. You know, like, this dude did 
was a probation probationary crew then. So do you still do, do you still paint? Twenty some years, huh? Shit. Yeah. Wow, time flies. So, do you, what about music? Do you still do music? Music? I haven't done any music, man. Like, I've been wanting to. Like, I think the last the last piece of equipment I had was the the MPK, the Thai. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was using like uh, I don't know. I used a computer to make some beats, and I was making all kinds of beats. Like, I have. 
I have all my music on SoundCloud, so if you get on SoundCloud, okay. uh, forward slash tabs 237. 237. Or Mr. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or Mr. Stackwell. If okay. you hear a beat on there you want to use, then use it, you know. Word, like okay. So people can find yeah, you on I, soundcloud.com backslash cabs, that's C-A-B-S 237, right? Yeah. If you go on there, you can hear a lot of my old music that I used to make. Mm-hmm. And it's all about, you know, the shit that we used to do back then. Like, I have a couple of graffiti songs, a bunch of songs about smoking, you know. Just, mm-hmm. just whatever I was into at the time, I was writing about it. Making right, music. word. Yeah, there's a lot of beats on there, so any beat is, like, people that want to get on some verses or something, like, need some beats to spit it with, if you want to hit them up, man, because I'm not using Boy, you want, you want it. Boy, you want it to be used. So where can people find you, Cabs? You're also on Instagram. Where can they see some of your pieces? Uh, you can get on, like, I, I got a Facebook, and then I got uh, Instagram. Like, if you get on Instagram, you can see a couple of my burns there. Mm-hmm. Um, my Facebook, like, if, you're, if you've been homies with me for a long time, then you'll know where I'm at on there. But, like, mm-hmm. I changed it to G-Rails. G Rail, G E E R E L L S. nothing there. advice to a, a, a young graffiti writer what would be the best advice for him to start off like starting in paper or starting straight with the spray can on the wall I don't know man like I I started on the wall dude like I started on paper and then it kind of like I learned a lot on the wall because the wall is different than on a piece of paper yeah it is it's you know, a lot like different. All, all the all the techniques of painting like you know I learned that shit on my own. I didn't have nobody teach me, like, all oh, this and that. You know, like, I think at one, when we had the yard, we were doing, we were painting the 300 wall. Mm-hmm. And Soup came up to me, and he's like, dude, how do you make it look so real like that? And I was like, man, you just barely squeeze it. And you see the pixels, like, you just layer it, layer it. And he's like, what? No way. And he tried it, you know, and then he, He's split, and then a couple weeks later, he's busting out all these crazy-ass meals, like, what? 
So you taught him, you taught him the technique. Dang. Yeah, I just gave him a little bit of my secret of what I do, you know, and he, he, no way, no way, like, yeah, dude, like, he's tired. And then with the new cast that we were selling, it was just like, you know, like, because you had the dual valve system on it, so, like, the harder you press down, the more pain comes out, the less you press it, the the softer it comes out, so it made it real simple. But back then, like, when we would paint with, like, Gusto and Krylon and stuff, I would just stick the can over it and mm. let all the pressure out. Oh, wow. I let all the pressure out, and then that, that's how I would do it, you know? Like, I'd try to make it as real as I could, you know? So that's a little so, technique that you learned. So I just wanted the audience, you see that? He's already giving y'all, for y'all graffiti heads that are hearing this, he's already giving y'all pointers. <laughs> <laughs> That's, hey, that's man, like, I, I like to see that. I like to see kids come up, man, and, and do it, you know, and take it to the next level. That is, I think that's dope. Like, yeah. my son, yeah. my son, he, he was painting and he was hanging out with homeboys. His, his, one of his good homies was work. And uh-huh. I see work now. He's down with PKO. And he's freaking wrecking it, dude. Like, he's up heavens and all kinds of stuff. Like, he, I give him that pop to those guys. And then Remick and... Uh, Many, many. Uh-huh. They're, they're good for the, the culture here in San Antonio because they're real, you know. That's dope. And I like that. That's dope. We're almost yeah, gonna I wrap like it up, Cabs. Any shout outs that you yeah, want to like shout out to? I got a lot of shout outs that go on and on. <laughs> First off, I got a shout out uh, uh, for okay. giving me a shout out. Mm-hmm. Mad love for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Or, Orski, Shu, Jer, and the rest of the RPDs out there. Payne, uh, Cross, and Justice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, and there's so many people that I can shout out, man. All the crews, all the AC crews, Doge, you know, all the UPNs, like, like uh, Sniper. True for getting me into the graffiti scene. Mm-hmm. That'd be. You, you should probably hit him up. He's got that story. He used to rhyme with, uh, with Mad One and Third Degree and all that. I remember Mad One, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he'll be a good link to link up with all those guys, Polygraphics. Polygraphics was making beats for, uh, for Tony Parker, you know? Mm. Oh, wow. So they're, they're, yeah, there's a lot of, lot of underground, man. Like, we barely even catch the surface of this stuff, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man, to, to all the kids, you know? Word. And mm-hmm. and all those things. Yeah, man. So, um, we're going to get into uh, a couple more questions. I got like three more questions, four more questions. So now you have a fun job. You, you're you doing, you're, dra- you're doing drafting, right? Or well, I do, I do BIM modeling, which is like building information modeling. So now, like, back in the days, I used to draw in 3D and do all kinds of, like, 3D uh, styles. Uh-huh. And I think that's what caught Sucker's eye into the graffiti is the whole 3D, you know? Uh-huh, the 3D and, style, uh-huh. Yeah, so now, now I work for an electrical company mm-hmm. where I draw, I draw the job site in 3D. Like, I draw all the conduits, I draw all that in 3D, and, like, we work out all the bugs before, you know, it hits the field. Like when we're building a building, mm-hmm. 
show, and then all my parts are designed before it even hits the field. Like we prefabricate it, and then they take it to the field and they install it. So like I see all the problems with all the other trades. Like the, the bug guy might have a, a big old duck, and I need to get through there so he'll have to lower his duck work now. So we go through these coordination meetings every day, and not every day, but once a week, and we work out all the clashes and get everything worked out. So then they have a full 3D model of the building that they're actually building. So right now I'm designing uh, all the electrical for UT, mm-hmm. the, the south end zone for UT University. No shit. The, the football field. Yeah. yeah, so I'm, I'm designing all of the electrical of that. I'm designing the build, the, the jumbotron, all the speaker system, uh, all the infrastructure. So, like, every seat has a touch panel, the TV, uh-huh. refrigerators, all that stuff that has power. So, I'm, I'm designing all that for them. Damn, so that's what's up, day, man. Yeah, every day I go to work, it don't even feel like work. It's just, I'm drawing, you know? You think that has to do with you... You, from the beginning, drawing. That's dope, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just, I, I do what I love, you know? There and you when know. I was a kid, I was always telling my mom, I want to be an architect, you know? Yeah. I want to be an architect, and then now I'm like, yeah, I'm doing engineering, so I'm an engineer Engineer. the architect. Did you go to school for that? I did. I went to school three years, and then... Uh, I got a degree and I never used it for like, I'd say 17, 18 years. Uh-huh. I didn't use it at all. And I started doing like, okay, so from graffiti, I went into the music, right? Uh-huh. And then I was, at the same time, I was doing construction. So like working construction. Mm-hmm. So then I started getting, I, I ended up getting a job doing audio video. So I was working for the government, for the military, mm-hmm. installing video walls. And, and installing video systems, okay, yeah, like yeah. video chat, you know? Mm-hmm. And I started doing that, and then I ended up doing, like, audio for the, the, the A&M stadium. So I was hooking up JBL and, and, and A&M, you know, the area of Kyle Stadium. So I, I designed all that, too, where I installed all that shit, basically. Mm-hmm. So after I got into that, this company that I'm working for now was like, yo, we need somebody to run the, the crew. So uh, I got hired because the dude that was, was my boss graduated from the same high school I graduated from. So he's like, you know what, I'll give you a chance. And then next thing you know, I get there to sign, sign paperwork to start working. And I'm sitting in his office and I'm like, dude, what, what, are, what am I doing here? And they, they come down, how do you like your office? And I'm like, how do you like my office? I thought I was going to be in the field. They're like, no, nah, we saw that you finished stuff. He's like, now nah, you can go to the field and work in the field. I was like, nah, man, I'll take it. <laughs> you didn't think twice, huh? <laughs> yeah. I didn't think twice. I was like, dude, yeah, I'll do it. You know, so I ended up teaching myself in that, too. You know, like, I didn't know how to, so they came me up with an electrical engineer. Electrical engineer, man. That's dope, man. That's dope. Yeah. And then I ended up, now, now I'm on myself. I'm running six, seven jobs at one time. Yeah, I, I didn't know what I was going to do. 
something that I love. There you go. Um, okay, three random questions. Last movie you saw. Last movie I saw? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you, but I, I, the last one that I watched was uh, The Wu Assassin, the saga, the, the American saga. Oh, the okay. Wu, the Wu-Tang on Hulu. Yes, that's a mini, that's like a mini-series. What'd you think of that? Yeah. I thought it was pretty dope. It was kind of like, oh, I didn't know they were doing that. The whole thing with Ghostface cool. and, uh, and Ray Kwan. Yeah, it was, it was definitely... They're, they're doing a season two. uh supposed to come out this year. Yeah. Yeah, that was the last thing that I got into that. And then uh, uh, the whole Mandalorian thing. Mandalorian, that's good. Yeah. That's really yeah, good. that's pretty good. All right, favorite hip-hop yeah. group? Favorite hip-hop group? I don't know. I have a lot, man. Um, <laughs> okay. Top three. I, I I like I like evidence. Uh, I really like evidence. I like black thought and uh, uh, you know, heavy rotation. I don't know. I'm always jumping between hip hop and punk. Oh, you like punk yeah, rock too? Lot, yeah, I like. I listen to a lot of punk, but then I start going to the old school stuff too. I like the suicidal tendencies and. Oh, you know that uh, Circle Jerks are coming to Houston, man. You should come. You should come. Do, you should come up here. Oh, you know? really? Yeah, yeah. June. <laughs> nah, yeah. That sounds dope, man. Like, hey, man. I'll let yeah, you. Know. You got a place to stay, man. I was just up there, man. Yeah, I was just up there. I was up there like two weeks ago, man. I oh, took really? my daughter to. Yeah, I took her to go uh, to Toys R Us up there because she loved Toys R Us, dude. Next time, man, hit me up, man. I'm here. All right. Uh, what, are you, favorite? what are you doing out there? I'm working, man. Working. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, favorite graffiti writer? Favorite graffiti writer? Shoopy. Shoop. Word. He's always, coming, he's always coming with it. Every time he comes with it. And he's, he's, he's never slowed down. That's what's up. Yeah, or or is like a graffiti genius. Yeah. Don't even know. Dang. Okay. You you went with the people that you that you wrote with. That's what's up. That you were with. Yeah, man. Like those those are the people that influenced me. That are like the people that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. I try not to like I I learned a lot too from Smoke and the NBA the NBKs up there and Austin. Like those guys influenced me a lot in my younger years. Mm-hmm. And at that time, like, I learned, like, learn, don't bite, because if you bite somebody, it, it, you're not going to get nowhere doing that. So then they started to do my own thing. Your own stuff. I realized, like, yeah, you got to stay original. If you don't stay original, you ain't got no papers to like, 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 nowadays, the kids, they, they're, they're looking at pictures and they're painting the pictures instead of, like, creating something out of their mind. Like me. I would think these huge ass murals, man. Like I don't know if you've seen some paintings, man, but for for a whole summer straight, dude, I was rock, 
rocking a huge, gigantic drill. Mm-hmm. And I would spend like weeks, I'd spend like a week on it, you know, doing a whole big ass meal, and then I'd have all the homies hit it up and do rocking pieces, and I'd do the backgrounds on them. Mm-hmm. But like, they get painted over because kids are like, they don't want to go look for their own home. They just say, oh, it's a permission one, we do it. You know, so it's like, dude, go hunt for your own spot. Oh, I see what you're saying. They, so you, you, you know, you, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I'm dropping a lot of money on the, on the paint to hit this big ass wall. And these kids are just going in and, and covering it with whatever, you know. So they, they, they need to go out, they need to go out and get their shit. They need to go out and get their shit. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, you gotta go home for your walls. Like, that was that mentality back in the days with wall rock. With pace, he was like, "Nah, man, we gotta hit every single, every single wall on this whole entire street. Try to get something up on it, you know, and let it ride as long as it possibly can. We try not to go over something that we had already painted. We try to find another spot because it's really big, man. There's all kinds of spots everywhere. You just yeah. gotta put in the work to find that shit. If not, then go down something unique, you know, like mm-hmm. just do it. Yeah, you know? that's what's up." Well, we're going to wrap it up. I want to thank Cabs Cabarelli for being on the drive. You want to say peace out, Cabs? Yeah, peace out, y'all. All right, Be man. Real. Y'all stay tuned to All the right. next episode. Peace. <laughs>
sucker to show you where the true crime is You know what time it is, don't mind my fears I can tell you what my true shine is Think twice before you drop the two dimes Some might think hip-hop's dead, man And you must be a misled fan What comes around goes around These sounds rejuvenate With no proof for hate Watch how it recuperates And bumps out your speakers You're like, damn, what's that? That's just the heater Another new jam I got your new man Hip-hop's an infinite loop band We live it every day Check the scoop once in a while Press play It even comes in a can of spray My crew's been running the districts of SA Since 9th OG status since 19, throw it away Who's counting anyway? We're still here, can't fake the park when it bumps in your ear Been representing with the illest for years Yes, we're still here Bite your tongue, bite, 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 bite your tongue Bite, bite, you got issues in your head Bite, 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 you got issues in your head That one's real old I already know that will kill yo Envy, cause envy is your worst enemy I see how they befriended me Watch where you be sending me Tentenies, who knew these words could kill Heard this firsthand, certified with the seal You know you talk too much, this is no game This is no cheap thrill Some see it too surreal still Some come, I see them go All chasing a fast flow Ride the dick, stupid hoe I'ma do this the right way alone I stand alone, alone Motherfuckers, I stand alone Yeah, I'm on my own, I own my throne I own my own, yeah, boy, I'm on my own I stand alone, alone Motherfuckers, I stand alone 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 on the fed level watch out for the red devil i bought a gun today insurance like the green gecko watch out when that goes when it let goes this is for all my true rebels who never ignore the warning shots in the ghetto late night like leno i stick with the tempo most rush through it like techno bring out the truth like jd and cuervo y'all plot and scheme pretty thorough next thing you know you're sitting in a meeting at the bureau well i'm switching from yen to euro 
I never burn those, it's family first to me Cause they the ones who gon' carry the casket out the hearse for me First steps through my nursery, had to step out now cause they like a curse to me Motherfuckers can't converse with me, that's like a blank verse to me We running parallel, but adverse to me